Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? A detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard? Even How worth many muscular it? men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Hi, and welcome to a very special episode of this podcast that was foretold by three ghosts. Uh, Rob, we always start our podcast out with acts of contrition and apologies, omissions of uh, 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 of things that we've done in the past. You have any? Uh, our last episode was uh, Amalgams with Tim. I, it was 100 years ago. I don't have any for the Amalgams episode. Okay. Um, yeah, cause because it was, that was, that was It was perfect because was, we had Tim. No, it was, yeah, it was a um, shit show. Everyone knows it. <laughs> but uh, I actually I wrote some down for the uh, the 69th episode of oh. a few questions that I wanted to ask you uh-huh. to throw in for the and I had just forgotten um, okay. and I can do them real quick. All right. Um, first of all, is Star Lord to blame for the snap? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I think I think he holds quite a bit of uh, blame. I mean, right? Absolutely. Yeah, they had him on the ropes. It was a done deal. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. So. Uh, does Indy's presence, Indiana Jones, does his presence have any relevance in the movie Raiders of the Lost Ark? <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I think uh, so. He's just cool as hell. I mean. No, I, I don't think they would have actually found the Ark. I, I think they would have uh, been digging in the wrong place. And, uh, oh, what you're saying is, oh, and honestly, they would have... Um, they would have gone to. Oh, they would have gone and. Yeah, yeah, you're doing the whole. Uh, they would have stolen theory yeah, they, thing where they they went yeah, through they, the whole thing where. Yeah. Everything has been negated when you kind of look at it as a whole. If 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 Indiana Jones wasn't there, they would have killed uh, her and taken the talisman. They would have dug in the correct space. <laughs> Everyone would have been wiped out on the island if they would have tried it again. You're. Uh. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, it's kind of a mind blown, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Okay, and my last one is the best. Or, or maybe if it would have been super easy all the way through, they would have just taken it to Hitler, and oh my God, we would have ended World War Two faster because holy Hitler shit, Hitler would have Hitler and, and died. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh. See, it's 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 a frightening little thought when you think of one of the greatest movies of all time is yeah irrelevant with the main character. Cool. Uh, okay, awesome. now best Catwoman because uh, I just watched Batman Returns last night, and I, as horrible as there are things about that movie, Michelle Pfeiffer is still, amazing. Yeah, she's great. She's really great as Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's no Eartha Kitt, but <sighs> well, I I like Julie Newmar. I yeah. Think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Julie Newmar is great, but yeah, uh, in the movies, let's uh, let's go with uh, let's go with Michelle Pfeiffer. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Th- okay. Those are your omissions from two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. I well, I just I had them written down. I thought, hey, I'll remember these. Yeah, and I didn't. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Well, I'm glad you didn't ruin the amalgam show with that. Uh, yeah. 
All right. Well, here we go then. Let's let's get on to today's episode. My name is uh, Monty Ike, and uh, with me, as always, is the tinsel to my tree, the inflatable snowman to my icicle lights, the merry <laughs> to my Christmas. It's my best friend Rob Bloom. Uh, I I must admit, my first draft of this had the stuffing to my stockings, and then I realized it got real sexual. Cover Especially me up with, what a- you cover me up with tinsel and then stuff my stocking. These are all way way farther than I think we're both comfortable with. Friendship of about 35 years. We've we've done it all. <laughs> we have done none of those things. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We've done none of those things. Because uh, you never get drunk enough. Uh, all right. Um, what, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking in a festive way about... <laughs> Uh, our holiday favorites, um, like holiday favorite shows. To be vague as that, shows. We're going to talk movies, uh, special episodes of Friends, or cartoon specials that happen on CBS, whatever it is. We're just going to cover the, the holiday gambit. Uh, great. Great, 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 great. Monty's adding to his list or remembering. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm just trying to decide. My first one is cliche now, but it's oh, they're all cliche. I mean, that's that's kind of part of the. I I think the 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 feeling I'm heading for is there's a lot of nostalgia in some of these, and so I have maybe one or two that are new, um, newer, I should say, that I mm-hmm. think are going to become nostalgia as my daughter gets older because of things that I've watched with her. And uh, mm. so, right. yeah. do you want to start, or should I? Oh, I'll start. Uh, I okay. do. I do want to preface this uh, so it's not an omission later on, so that people don't write in and say, "Hey, Monty," but I heard uh, I don't like Christmas. I just want to I'm, set that out there. I don't. I'm like kind of with you. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I kind of am. I'm... I go through the motions every single year because of my children. Now they're teenagers, so I can stop going through the motions. Uh, my house looks like uh, a winter wonderland because of my family and. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't like it. All right, so here we go. Uh, my number, uh, or my first one, I, I have crossed it off and put it back on and crossed it off, but it is truly the only movie that we can count as a holiday movie that I enjoy watching, and it's Die Hard. And, I, uh, I was wondering, yeah. yeah, yeah Die Hard is one of my all-time favorite movies. It tell me Christmas why it's it. a holiday movie to you. Not, I'm not disagreeing that it's a holiday movie, but tell me why you put it in a holiday movie thing. What, what? Well, it's not just as simple as uh, you know holiday it music plays. plays. Christmas, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Stalag Seventeen probably also uh, takes place during the Christmas season and has Christmas music in it. But I don't necessarily think of Stalag Seventeen as a Christmas music uh, movie. Uh, but I think it's uh, about uh, the reason why I, I I will still count it as a Christmas movie is Holly and John are in a tense place, and John is trying to come home for Christmas. To, to make his relationship work. And John's an asshole, and in every single movie, he's dealing with the repercussions of his assholishness, and especially with his re- relationship with uh, Holly. Uh, but in that initial movie, he's coming back to this Christmas party because it means a lot to her. This is his gift to her, is to be at this holiday party. And he's just fighting to get to her. And he's just fighting to get to her. He just wants <laughs> that's to be reunited. Honestly, that's the best yeah. answer I've ever heard as to the argument of is it a holiday movie that's actually a pretty good answer yeah yeah there you go so yeah i I, and i've never disagreed that it was a holiday movie i just couldn't quantify why i thought it was to be honest Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's not just the fact that there's christmas trees and whatever like that you know 
I mean, there is a little bit of snow with the guy who does cocaine and tries to uh, <laughs> booby booby. Yeah. So there you go. That's you, Die Hard. You remember man. that he is the boyfriend to Supergirl in yeah. the 1986 movie of Super whatever year. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That guy is such irrelevant. A beautiful douchebag. Mm. Yeah. Okay. My number five is one I think you will know, but it's it's one that it didn't hold up when I saw it. In in a way, I shouldn't say it didn't hold up. It is different than what I recalled it as a kid. But I was going through Amazon, and it popped up. And I was like, Riley, we have to watch this. And we watched Emmett Otter's Junk Band Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, that and, should be on my list. I love it. And it is... It's fun, but it's also weird and creepy. And we were talking about relevance of um, uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. The funny thing is, is there is no relevance to Emmett Otter in this movie either. It's very funny because neither him nor his, it's you know it's it's a retelling of the gift of the Magi again, kind of yeah, where it's like right, yeah, yeah, they're both they're both yeah. sacrificing something to get a present for the other. Yeah. It's, it's real sweet. Mom and son, they just lost father. It sounds like very, very recently. But at the end, neither one wins. And the Nightmare Christmas Band, or yeah. Nightmare, yeah. ends up winning. Yeah. But they and, end up getting the job at the thing. The Nightmare Christmas yeah, Band yeah. can't play at the the inn and they get a job. Absolutely, but it's but it's it's really funny where it's like there are no repercussions for this nightmare band. Well, no, that yeah. Go through town pillaging and taking what they want and being assholes. They come on stage, rock the town, the town loves it and they win. It's really kind of funny that yeah. there is absolutely no ramifications for them being assholes. And I remember being quite terrified of them as a child that that i <laughs> but, thought they were scary and creepy but but i mean uh, if you watch if you watch him and otter uh here's the thing uh i, I and, and you know what the, that should have been on the list i we actually like two years or right before covid we went and watched emmett otter in the movie theater my family and i so it's like 25 minutes long How yeah did you they, yeah they still played it they played that wow. in like one other thing in a movie theater for like an hour it was great cool uh so yeah, the the nightmare band comes in and they're just that sort of classic sort of cliche of this heavy metal Smashing band. Smashing your guitar and, and blah 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 and they come in and they win, true. Uh but Emmett Otter and his mom don't win because they needed each other and had they worked together the whole time they, they probably would have won. Yeah. I think that's the lesson. And then as they're as they're going down the the crick later on, uh that's when uh that's when they they realize that when they're singing together. That's when they earn that that job. Yeah, and, and it's yeah, it's it's all it's also a great movie because it's uh, uh they're poor and they're struggling. I mean, like oh yeah, literally you you get this idea that they're on their last ropes. Uh, and I know. forgot all about dad had passed away. It seems like semi recently, and they're kind of missing Probably him. Probably their the... way of yeah. bonding and remembering him. And I, I don't know. It's a it's real recent, sweet movie. I don't know if it's super recently. Maybe a year or well, two. They keep, well, they, that's what I mean by it. I mean, they this like, it bring... feels like it's their first Christmas without him. Mm. Yeah. Or or just that everything seems to revolve around the death of the the father at this point. Yeah. Because well, they, they go sliding on the ice, and it was mm-hmm. the, the slide that dad had built. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of dad stuff in there. Uh, thanks for reminding me, Rob. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, will, I won't bring up. Well, that might be on your list, so I won't say Yeah. That. All um, right. Uh, okay, uh, that's a good one. It should have been on my list. Uh, point to you. Um, uh, my next one is Eight Crazy Nights. 
Uh, and I'll. I've never seen that movie. Well, way to go. That's nice. What? Because it's about Jews? Is that why you no, haven't seen it? No, because it's Adam Sandler, so it's already a big strike. So, <laughs> um, it is. Uh, it, Crazy Nights is. Um, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but it is just about the only Hanukkah thing, and it, Jews don't really care about Hanukkah that much. Uh, it really is mostly just a way of like tuning out Christmas for eight days, but um, <laughs> but yeah. A Crazy Nights, I, I don't have a lot to say about it other than uh, I was really, I mean, other than going, besides the Hanukkah Harry sketches from SNL, <laughs> it's probably and, the best. And Adam Sandler's song. Yeah. You really don't have much else. Oh, the A Crazy Nights is just kind of built on the Hanukkah song, too. So Oh, I, I, I figured. But... You know, it's rocking there. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I also really enjoy the... Um, the animation uh, uh, Christmas for the Jews uh, song from Saturday Night Live. Let's just lump all that on together. Where they go and get Chinese food. That's oh, great. So basically, if it weren't for SNL, there would be nothing Hanukkah yeah. related. God, well, on you know, uh, Jewish people don't have a voice in media, um, no. especially in comedy. So it's amazing that they were able to break through. Isn't that odd? Isn't that odd that with this whole section now has become problematic? Mm-hmm. Uh, we may yeah, we've blank just this been... entirely out. <laughs> uh, all right, yes, but A Crazy Nights, uh, it's it's cute. I mean, as far as like, you know, it, 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 it's as cute and as uh, heartwarming as every other children's uh, holiday special. Uh, and I think it's done from a real place of love uh, as Adam Sandler being like, you know what? I think uh, non-Jewish people need to understand what what Jew, you know, what Hanukkah is mm-hmm. a little bit about, and what Jews go through. And I think uh, for Jews, it's like, hey, here's a here's your show. Here's your here's your here's your Christmas tradition that you can. <laughs> and have, I really yeah. should give it a chance because I think it was before Adam becomes the factory of putting out the same buddy. Yeah, look, all my. It, I think it was before. Don't blame that. Don't blame Adam Sandler for Netflix giving him just shit tons of movie to just just produce turd after oh, no, turd I, after turd. I don't blame, I think, you know, around Little Nicky or maybe even a movie or two before that was when I shut Adam down. But, I mean, yeah. I still love Happy Gilmore and, and Billy Madison, so. Yeah. All right, but any, A Crazy Nights is mine, and uh, and uh, I love the Jewish people and the Jewish culture. Okay, my number, do we say four? Four yeah. is, is one that's probably the newest on my list. Well, maybe not. Uh Prep and Landing. Have you ever heard of this? Nope. Um, it is a CG animated series. Uh, they did a they did an ABC movie, and then they've done a couple of other like other movies. And I believe they had a short series that's on D- uh, Disney Plus now. But it's basically about. Um, I I think the voice characters you would be a fan of because uh, one of them is from uh, Kids in the Hall. Uh, David. Foley, I believe. Yeah, Dave Foley. He was also on news yeah. video. He's yeah, Dave Foley, Derek Richardson, and Sarah Sarah Chalky are the mm-hmm. three main characters. I see. Um, it's all about the the elves that go and prep a house for Santa's arrival. I see. And uh, David Foley is super neurotic and like by the book. As and, he is. Yes, That's and, and stable character. He always lands, and he's like, "By the rules, we got to do this, this, and this before Santa can come to the house. We have to prep the house. We have yes, to make Sarah sure." Sarah Chalk is an agent of chaos. Uh, no, uh, the the other um, the other elf is rich. The other elf is Sarah Chalk is more of a 
character that is on the home base. You know, she's the oh. guy in the chair kind of thing. I see. Um, anyway, it's it's funny. It's truly like I watch him and I just giggle the whole time because of how neurotic uh, this elf is in how by the book he wants to go. And then eventually he becomes the one who saves Christmas a couple times. And it's just fun. I think it, it's one of those that I can watch over and over again and not want to shoot myself is basically <laughs> what. And that's a holiday miracle. Well, when you, when you have a child that likes to watch those things on repeat, that's, yeah. that's one I can tolerate. Oh, all right then. That sounds no, I, I recommend it if, if you had younger kids that were, I think, I, I think it might be past something you would watch money, but if your kids were a little younger, you probably. Robbie, all these are past what I, I don't know. You saw Emmett Otter a couple years ago. Uh, yeah, my wife dragged the whole family to go see Emmett Otter. It's not like I went oh, alone. I forgot the best line out of uh, was the uh, a mess of moth barbecue. Yeah. That whole song is the best. And, and then they were going to go on stage and perform it and couldn't because the band before them was playing the exact same song. Yeah, I, I love, love the song. Yeah. Oh, what are we going to do now? Yeah. And a mess of moth bob and a mess of moth bob and a mess of moth barbecue. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're number three. 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 Hold on, wait a minute. One, two, three. Yeah, you did two. You did yeah. the, the. Okay, yes, this is know, my number three. Alienating our Jew fans. This, this is, uh, this is my number. This is my number three, and it is absolutely the newest, and it comes from this year. It's the Christmas episode of Ted Lasso. Uh, God, I've not seen this show, and I so badly need to. I Jesus, know. I don't. I don't understand. have Apple TV. It's not that hard. It's not Go that on. hard. Go on. It's a- Oh, here's what you do, Rob. Get yourself an iPhone so our texts aren't weird. And then you'll also get a year of Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, no, Ted Lasso's Christmas episode uh, is... It, it, it actually has one of my favorite lines in the whole thing. And I have this strange feeling that it is not written. It is an ad lib by Jason Sudeikis. Uh, he and uh, Hannah Waddington, who I am madly in love with and will leave my family behind in an instant <laughs> for... Uh, a makeout session in a closet. I'm willing to toss my entire life away for a makeout session with you, Hannah Waddington, in the closet. Um, but I will get handsy. Um, yeah, so uh, there's this great moment where uh, Ted Lasso and his boss are, are doing this thing, and I'm not going to ruin the plot, uh, but uh, they, they're going to get into the car. And, of course, this takes place in England. And uh, he's on the right side of the car, and she's on the left side of the car. And she's like, well, let's go. And she heads over to the left side of the car. And he says, oh, oh, you want me to drive? Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's I, a pretty I'm, good imitation. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, oh, oh, you want me to drive? Oh, wait a minute. I'm the passenger. Sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm a stranger in this land. I, I forgot. But there's this great <laughs> this great moment where, where either Sudeikis or Ted Lasso has this moment where he forgets that, you know, it's left-hand drive in, in England. And the, the whole line of... I'm uh I'm the foreigner here or this isn't my country is just chef's kiss and, like I just love it so much. There's so many fun plots. The the plot with the dentist is hilarious. There's the great like fa- there's a great family thing that's really awesome in that and then the work that Ted and um uh Ted is is doing uh uh is 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 great as well. And so um yeah, I don't know. I, I, I really liked that episode, um, despite the Christmassy part of it. And the one of the, my all-time favorite things about it too is, uh, 
the the writing staff of Ted Lasso wrote ten episodes for season two, like they were like they did for season one. They wrote ten tight storyline episodes, and then they realized they ordered twelve. So we (laughs) now need two extra episodes. So they wrote a Christmas one uh, and threw it in there, which has nothing to do with the main plot at all. It's just Christmas. Uh, and then they also threw in um, the Coach Beard episode, which was super controversial because it's such a weird tangent and tonality-wise, it's strange. Uh, and then I found out that uh, the guy who is Coach Beard, who uh, wrote the episode because he wrote uh, he wrote a play in college, and he just converted it into an episode, changed everything to Coach Beard, and change that into an episode <laughs> and that's the reason why everyone's like what the fuck is this <laughs> and i loved it because i was like i don't care that this is a what the fuck it's it's strange and weird and funny i'm like, just glad to see sudeikis get kind of his ups because he was a character a character actor on the show i always liked the show as in Saturday Night live that i always yeah. liked and then as he keeps appearing in things as a background character and slowly has risen to the foreground i i'm glad because i love i loved angry birds and he's fucking wonderful as the main character i know it's a stupid thing to bring up but he's really great in angry birds jesus christ i'm sorry he is <laughs> I, I you know so it's so it's such a boon to you that you have a small child because you can throw things yeah. like oh i watched angry birds because you know riley and I know that it's not because of Riley. You would have watched. No, Riley's Angry Birds. my excuse. But you I'm... would have watched Angry Birds anyway, yeah, and still I, walked I away with like, "This is a great I just movie. have Riley as my as my as my beard. <laughs> oh, yep. All right. So yes, the Ted Lasso Chris, uh, Christmas episode. Uh, I truly, uh, wonderfully loved it, and uh, and it was great. I the oh fuck the whole Roy Kent storyline in there is just. One of my favorite pieces of comedy. It's just such a brilliant idea and so funny, and it pays off great. And anyway, so there you go. Okay, so it's my number three. Then here, I got. Yeah. I want to look up the villain of this movie before I reveal it. But Hans Gruber. Um, well, not far. He is it's... the Hans Gruber of. Okay, mine is Santa Claus the motion picture. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that? And, uh... That has um uh uh oh not damn it it's Dudley Moore Dudley Moore the main, the, yes is the yes elf. the elf yeah uh, and uh David Huddleston is the is Santa Claus the reason I liked it was John Lithgow is the villain of the movie yes and John Lithgow is a wonderful villain in fact I would say this was probably the first time I had seen John Lithgow in a movie unless I saw Harry and the Hendersons first which I it's, oh I saw it's probably Buck- a I, I feel like it's Buckaroo Banzai for me. I, I I didn't see Buckaroo Banzai until many years later, so I, it's it's one of those two. But the reason I like this movie was is I had really I'm I'm somebody that's always been curious about origins of characters, and yeah. this origin of Santa Claus was really interesting to me. As later on on my list, I will also point out another one. But oh, I know this, what that is. Then. This this whole origin of Santa Claus was like, and my memory was is I thought this was a Richard Donner movie. <laughs> it does have a Richard Donner feel, doesn't it? It does. And then I later found out that it's it's not Richard Donner, but I think it's the only reason I think it's a Richard Donner movie is Donner is the main 
reindeer they talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that that's the reason I got it mixed up. I'm pretty sure this is a Dave Blitzen movie. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely a Steven Cuban movie. <laughs> but I, I, I really love this movie. Like, the, the whole uh, where he, you know, pulls uh, Dudley Moore's character away to make the uh, the candy canes that if the kids eat they can fly and that takes over christmas that yeah. year but mm-hmm. there's a side effect that later you know here here kids eat this really crazy magic he has a magic candy man but i i truly remember like i if that movie was on i would drop everything and go <laughs> and watch that and i want to say it was about 85 what's uh yeah, I mean, you're looking at it. 85. Dead 80, on. Yeah. 85. It's yeah. in the, it's in the, well, 1985 is the greatest move, uh, uh, the greatest movie move, uh, year in the, in the, you know, 84, 85. There's like Transformers two, the movie came uh, out. Yeah. Everything, everything, everything good came out 84, 85. It's the truth. Uh, okay. It's the nexus point of, of movie making. Ghostbusters, uh, that's, Karate Kid, yeah. Rambo. Yeah, I look. I know, Rob. That's why I said it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing them out. Okay, so get, give me your number two. My number two, two. Speaking of Ghostbusters, is another rather new one, and I kind of like it because it's very tongue in cheek and very funny, and it actually spoofs in a way, but in a really genuine way, it spoofs the Christmas episode or the Christmas specials we used to watch as kids, the Andy Murray specials, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, it's a very yeah. Murray Christmas, which Netflix did a couple years ago. I have never seen this. It's Bill Murray's Christmas special with his friends doing a little jazz and singing, and it's just dumb. And, oh, my God. I've, yeah, I've never even heard of this. Okay, a very Murray Christmas. It. It's like a variety show kind of thing. There's not. It's not like a... Does he do the Star Wars, not literally the Star Wars song, but he, does he do the lounge he does, singer character? He does sort of the lounge singer ca- character a little bit. There's traces of it. But I think it's honestly just Bill Murray being like, yeah, I kind of want to do Murray. a Christmas thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to... Yeah, I'm, I'm Bill Murray. I got these cool, talented friends, and we're going to throw together one of these sort of old school... Uh, holiday specials. I mean, it's not like it's not like the Andy Williams thing where it's a huge soundstage you can tell and sets are wheeled in and everyone's wearing a sweater <laughs> because it's very Bill Murray like jazz club cool. But no, B. Arthur at the uh, yes at, at the cantina day. bar. Oh God, why is that not on our list? Is it on your? It's not on my list. It's uh, one okay. of the worst things of all time. Uh, I don't know. When even George good. Lucas disowns it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, uh, I don't have I don't have very much to say about a very Merry Christmas, other than you know, it was just sort of fun and uh, funny, and it just kind of gave you this like feeling of like it was. Here's the thing about it that I liked: uh, you could tell everyone on screen is having fun doing it. They're there because they want to have fun, and they're having fun with what they're doing. And yeah. therefore, you and the audience are like, yeah, I'm gonna have some fun with this. So even as a person who doesn't really necessarily uh, you know, ser- search out and and dig Christmas stuff. Uh, I really enjoyed just watching Bill Murray be Bill Murray and having some fun. It's just always fun to watch him be him. So he's one of the few that you could probably just okay here, turn the camera on and let's go. Yeah, and and he would be entertaining enough to to sit. I right. think Steve Martin might be also someone of that caliber. Um, that's about it that comes to mind immediately. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw Steve Martin and Martin Short this uh, year. How did you feel? How did you feel about that? Um, it was uh, well. First of all, 
it, it's uh it was good i enjoyed it immensely but it is very scripted like i the, where i was awesome. where i was sitting um i could see the teleprompters uh i had seen the special. they're doing the same show over and over again they're using teleprompters still yeah i and i don't know which one of them needs it <laughs> to okay. be honest with you because I, I i know a guy who actually went on stage for a bit they do and i he know the said, guy who's the manager of that show yeah uh and uh, and they he said that on the teleprompters even some of the things that sound like quips are literally written there. Oh, that makes me sad. It, it, you know what? It, you can say it makes you sad, but uh, I well, I understand, but that yeah yeah. But it just I, makes me a little sad because he's such a. But again, I don't know if it's Steve Martin or Martin Short that needs that, and that's I the understand. question. Yeah. But well, either are kind of legendary to me. Yeah. I mean, but uh, uh, but did you see Saturday Night Live last night? Uh, I did not watch Saturday Night Live last night. Okay. I haven't seen it yet oh. with Paul Rudd. Uh, I will watch. Oh, the Five Timers Club. Yes, yeah. they did the, the and they had a Steve Martin and Martin Short on as like a a filmed earlier to say you know yeah. hey welcome to the club right. and it's it's very funny it's yeah. very funny. Well, they're in New York filming Only Murders in the Building season two, so that makes sense. I was going to bring that up as well, but yeah. Uh, which uh, is that? Does that? Oh, that that does Selena that Gomez. Yeah, that takes place at Christmas. Only murders in the building. I don't know. I've not watched it. I, I think it. No, it. I've doesn't. just heard really great things about it. There's some parts. Oh, is that because that's on Hulu? It's not on. It's not on Apple. I have TV. Hulu too. It's yeah. Just, okay. Just, well, get just on haven't it. gotten to it. Get on it. Right uh, I'm I'm starting Witcher right now. I can only do so much here. Okay. All right. That's fine. Uh, okay. Uh, that was my number two. What's your number two? Uh, my number two is I'm going to go with Santa Claus is coming to town, which is the Bankin and Rass, Rass yeah. and ba- Bankin and, and Bass, um, uh, who did probably their most famous is uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Right. But they this did... is the one with the the, the Burgermeister, yeah. the origin story of Kris Kringle one. That's and again, it was I just remember being fascinated as a child. Uh, they did a handful of these with, you know, the heat miser and the, mm-hmm. uh, and the cold miser and this one has always been my favorite because, again, it's an origin story of something I was, at least as a child, very interested in. And I didn't know that Santa was this, like, German slash Scandinavian slash many myths kind of meshed together. And the story of of telling his origin is really interesting to me and always has been, you know, just kind of a a unique a unique thing that, to this day, I'm kind of astounded that Christian culture has grabbed onto and claimed as their own, even though it's really pagan. It's yeah, Rob, you know that's not the actual origin of Saint Nick, right? No, but of the story of Christmas, of of Santa Claus's, uh, it it, it does borrow elements of really how Santa Claus has become yeah, part of the Christian right part he's, of, of he's, Christmas. He's a ginger. And uh, in that movie, so in that uh, movie, he is. Uh, he yeah. is part of Scandinavian and German, and a little bit of of um, I, I uh, get it. The, Norse mythology. The, the Christmas tree is is German, right? The, the pagan German, right? The the, the holiday Yule, mm-hmm. the Yule. Uh, mm-hmm. I get all that. I'm just saying. I don't know if you know Rankin and Bass. Gave us no, I'm not saying no, but I mean, <laughs> I'm not nothing historically accurate. It's I mean, Santa, he didn't, but I'm yeah, just saying, yeah. I'm just saying again, I find it very funny when people tout the taking Christ out of Christmas and right and give they, us back our Christmas trees. I'm like, uh, this is as much not 
Yeah. Part of Christianity <laughs> is, as you claim anything is. I'm taking the Christ out of Christmas uh, and getting it back to its roots, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> now we've pissed off the Christians, too. Oh, our pra- uh, anyway, I, I, I've Akbar, always been a fan our, of the claymation. Yes, yes. We're alienating all of our fans. <laughs> all three of them. Uh, <laughs> yes. No. Um, uh, yeah, I, I like that one well enough. I mean, I, I've always liked uh, – there's a charm to uh, Rankin and Bass that I've always liked, so – I, I, I like those those specials. Did they do other than like the New Year's one? I can't think of anything that wasn't holiday based. Um, I think that's what did, gave them. I think that's what they got the money for. Like you know okay. what I mean? Because these were produced I'll for to, t- broadcast television, and I'm yeah, sure they weren't but, just getting hand over fist money to be like, please claymate a, a regular series here. That doesn't work. Yeah. It's it's we need to fill something uh, for our for kids on a holiday, please do this mm-hmm. for us. I mean, that's, I want to look to see if they are the team that did, um, uh, Gumby. I'm, I'm not positive, but they just may have had their hand in that as well, but I will look okay. anyway, yeah, a know. later day. Okay. I, I feel like we're also butchering there. It's Rankin and Bass, right? Rankin, not Ranklin. Rankin. R A N K I N. Yeah. Rankin and Bass. Uh, yeah. Okay. Rankin Bass animated entertainment. I just remember they had a really cool logo at the end of each ep- or episode, each uh, special. Oh wow! I'm surprised you didn't steal that logo with the R and the B uh, together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you should should have. Yeah, now I should have yeah, bit off that, screen. my friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, now it's my number one, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Unless so, you want to do your honorable mentions beforehand. Uh, I don't know if I have any honor. I mean, I thought about Rudolph. Rudolph and Die Hard were fighting for my fifth spot. Um, and Die Hard maybe should have been my first one. I don't. I guess I don't want to say my honorables because I could see where one of them might be your number one. So go ahead and give me your number one. My we'll my number one is this. I I struggled with the version uh that I like the most. I like this story the most for Christmas. Um, I don't know why I like this story. I don't like. I don't know why, as a person who is not very fond of Christmas, likes this. Maybe I just like it when the one percent gets comeuppance. But uh, it's a Christmas Carol, and I chose specifically my number one version of this to be the Muppet Christmas Carol. It's a great version. Yeah, the Muppet Christmas Carol is probably the arguably the best Muppet movie. Well, may, maybe a little too much Rizzo, but uh, I still, it's got some great stuff in it. Uh, and of course, it's got Michael Caine just uh, mm-hmm. being fantastic, playing it straight. Yeah, playing like he's playing with Muppets. He's playing absolutely. It Look, I've worked with a shark before, so I know how to do this. All right, <laughs> so just step back. Let me do uh, my uh, work. All jokes aside, I feel like in that movie, he is not. He's acting with actors, right? And- yes, he's absolutely, and that's what makes it so great. I think he made the decision very early on of I'm not going to play this cheeky. I'm not going to play this like a like I'm for children. I'm going to play this like I've been given to Royal Shakespeare's version of A Christmas Carol, and I'm going to give it my all. Uh, I do think the Patrick Stewart version is great, and I even kind of like the the Jim Carrey one. Although the Jim Carrey one, which was all CG, the only thing that bothers me... Those are creepy to me, yeah. The only thing that bothers me about the Jim Carrey one is as... As somebody who does a little bit of voice acting every now and again, it bothers me. And like all of the voices are his, and I can just tell. That's right, they are, aren't they? Yeah. (laughs) Merry Christmas. 
uh, it's just him. Like I can tell the vocal effects that he's doing on on things. Um, so that kind of like the ghosts are him, you know, that sort of thing. Like Bob uh-huh. Hodgkins oh, yeah. is still. Um, uh, <laughs> is it Bob Cratchit? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I I. I <laughs> I like the I, I do like the Muppet Christmas Carol, and I, I think it's got it's got the right amount of uh, of uh, Muppet, you know, thing. Scrooge. Scrooge was gonna, I was gonna say Scrooge is a very good one. I did not want to over Murray this, uh, but Scrooge that's, is that's also fair. great. I, I just learned how much um, uh, Bill Murray and the director of Scrooge disagreed. Yeah, uh, I, I just read something read, read an article where Bill Murray was talking about how. He says like like all, all but one take uh, he hated like you yeah. know like he, they chose he chose basically all of the opposite uh, takes uh, that Bill Murray wanted. So. Scrooge is the only movie I've ever seen with my grandparents in a theater. Oh wow! And they took us to it, and I was like, so it, Scrooge is a very special movie. That's like, oh wow! I didn't know grandparents wanted to see movies in theaters. It was the their version of Marley too. The the desiccated corpse in the when the ball comes out yeah. of him oh yeah i love that part i love at the end where he's like singing to the camera and yeah you know, like hey every you know like yeah it's breaking the fourth wall but he's not because it's he's on TV, Until, so yeah 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 but it's very much not yeah it's very much breaking the fourth wall without breaking the fourth wall it's very funny yeah so yeah uh i scrooge was up there for me i really liked that one but uh i'll go with the muppets yeah so what's your number one? It's a, uh, my number one is a modern movie. Uh, it is a DreamWorks animated, you know, 3D uh, CG movie, Rise of the Guardians. And with the owls? No, 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 no. That's that is uh, a similar name, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. Um, no, this is the one where it's uh, the Easter oh, Bunny, the Easter and Bunny Saint is, Nick. Yeah. The Easter Bunny is played by Hugh Jackman. The Easter uh, Santa Claus is played by Alec Baldwin. Uh, Jack Frost is played by Chris Pine. It, it's actually it's you know it feels like each character is loosely based on something serious, and um, it's a re- it's got a real epic feel and it's full of adventure and it's sad because the origin of Jack Frost is really tragic, and you know he lost his sister and he sacrificed himself and it's a it's a really sweet and tragic movie and it it it's it's a hard sell for me to put something else in its place i mean i love many holiday movies which i'll mention in the honorable mentions but there's something about this movie that every time i put it on i will drop everything and just watch because it's it's just the cusp of when dreamworks really figures out the balance between uh cartoonish and realism and yet i think it's a really adventurous story and the easter bunny is like a badass i mean it's hugh jackman being a badass easter bunny and it's funny i I suck get sucked into this movie every time it's on. It's it's one of my favorite holiday movies. Oh, okay. I have no, wait, nothing. Uh, I have nothing to add to never that. Seen it, no. Never seen it. Never seen it. We'll probably never see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's I remember I only vaguely remember this. I'll I'll be honest with you, Rob. I only vaguely remember this movie because I remember seeing a commercial for it and then thinking to myself Oh, nope. I thought I would never see it. Yeah. I honestly seen the commercials too i said nope but it uh happened to come up because i bought some other i think i bought was it ants that was also made by dream where it was something to, no no it's because i i do all the troll stuff for riley 
And, ah. but, and it was like, hey, if you like Trolls, you'll like this because it was produced by the same people. And sure enough, I loved it. It's it's really good. I See right there, I, if you like Trolls, movie. that would have yeah. been a hard, well, no, I don't. Yeah. So. Okay, well, I will stop talking about this one and get to my honorable mentions. No, no, no. I and mean, it's your number one. Give it as much time as you want. I, I took a long that's... time talking about Scrooge when it wasn't even my number one. So, uh, well, well, there is a scene in it where, you know, you see the tragedy of him. You know, he's playing with his... The, the main character is Jack Frost, played yeah. by... Um, Chris Pine. Uh, Chris Pine. Yeah. And... Uh, he plays it really he feels like he's super young which is amazing i think just chris pine has a great voice for being i mean he obviously looks like a kid even today um but anyway he it's it's the tragedy that he's overcoming and trying to i don't know but yeah he accidentally freezes his sister and then they have to go to the forest trolls to get her released and then she he locks himself up away for the rest of her life and doesn't answer the door when she wants to build a snowman it's not far off, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I remember. That. Screw you for decimating my favorite number one. Yeah. Okay, let's go to our honorable mention. Yo, welcome. Uh, okay, I, so I uh, obviously Charlie Brown Christmas, the Grinch, sure. uh, the original, you know, Chuck Jones. Yes, the is original still my favorite. Chuck. Well, I I don't like the Jim Carrey Grinch. I don't. I don't either. But I actually find the Cumberbatch one funny it's pretty mm-hmm. funny um also uh what's his name is in it um the longest guy been on saturday Night live i can't think of his name keenan thompson yes he's he plays a really funny background character in it that you could do a movie around him and i'd watch it yes yeah. he's really funny in that movie uh, um yeah my my number one honorable though is the he-man and she-ra christmas special <laughs> <laughs> and here's why Skeletor steals that freaking show with his heart growing five times in that Skeletor totally steals that it is I, I I can't recommend that enough watch it just to see Skeletor become a good guy for a half an hour it's the Christmas season I can't help it <laughs> feeling good is bad yeah <laughs> Here you go. It's one of my toys. Street is another one. Like all three versions, I love all three versions of Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Probably the original the most. Yeah, but the David Hartman, the second, Mm -hmm. you know, that came Mm -hmm. out in the early '80s. I love that one. And I would say the one I like the least is the most recent one that uh, came out in the late '90s, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I just have a my honorable mentions. Here's a list of Hallmark Christmas movies. That I, <laughs> those are honorable mentions. Yeah. I think oh, those no, are I, yeah. those home are for Christmas. Uh, home for Christmas. Uh, Christmas at home. Uh, home Burley, is Lumber, Burley Lumberjack Christmas. gives me the first orgasm of my life, which is one of my favorite ones. Uh, <laughs> There's a the, uh, if you've ever listened to my brother, my brother and me around the holiday season, they do this thing every year. Where Justin, the oldest uh, McElroy brother, him and his wife will take two Hallmark movies, Hallmark Christmas movies, and then create a third one that's totally fictional. And they will try and stump their brothers and try and have them yeah. figure out which one is the fictional one. And they never get it because right. they are such cookie cutter. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Falls in love. Right. And. And blah, you blah, know blah, oh, is an evil corporation and blah blah Melissa, blah cuts down Christmas trees. Melissa watches these and she talks about it and and they're a they're a they they are 
They are a perfect symbol for what media is like right now. As Melissa puts it, these movies are designed to play while you are doing something else. Mm-hmm. And you can leave the you can totally not watch it for 10 minutes and immediately and know come exactly back what's and going exactly on. know where you're at and know exactly what's going on. There's uh these these sisters and I don't even know their name, but they're in like seven of them or whatever individually or together or whatever these actresses that are sisters uh and i just am always like which one of the sisters they're in is it the younger cute one that i like or is it the older one that i don't like you know or whatever or oh uh oh this is a blonde protagonist oh wow um you know that sort of thing but uh i we do um uh san jose's uh comedy sports we do a long form improv based on these movies because it has these beats that are so simple. Every right? time. Every, Every time. Every time, yeah. So it's very easy to improvise. Somebody is disheartened with the holidays. Every right. episode, there is yeah. at least one person. That's- one person is driven by their career. Mm-hmm. One person is down on their luck um, but understands Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to go back because of an inheritance or some sort of family obligation brings them uh-huh. home. Uh, and they realize the other thing that I really absolutely love is the um, the fiance who suddenly doesn't you you suddenly realize you never loved. And that yeah. fiance is never jilted or angry. They're like, yeah. you know what? You're right. You're <laughs> right. Like, this what? was not meant to be yep. every time. I yeah. would love for a Hallmark. Because they have an amicable end every yeah. time. And, yeah. Never... And then I, I also love how uh, it, it ends with like no one makes out early. No one starts to like it's so like it, they live in wholesome, a world. Yeah, they live in a world where BJ's on the second date never happened. <laughs> <laughs> and and to me, I think that's hilarious and funny and the kind of universe I don't want to live in. That uh, didn't happen in Emmett Otters. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and a Musa Mom's barbecue. Uh, all right. Uh, so yeah, I, I will. Uh, I I've watched. I've watched so many, and the thing that gets me when Melissa says, uh, you know, oh, you can have this on in the background and not pay attention, I'm one of those people that when something is playing in the room, I can't help but process it. So I will be in doing something, and I will be 100% in knowledge Invested, of the plot. Yep. And then she's like, what are you muttering to yourself as I'm, like, throwing <laughs> riffs out? Because I can't not pay attention to the plot. So it's like Mystery Science Theater 3000 for me. I am saying shit all the time of like, oh, that's fucking ridiculous. But she's not paying attention. She's not paying attention to either You're just throwing out smart aleck attempts and... Because it's it's very much like Mystery Science Theater 3000. I am being trapped and forced to watch this. So uh, I don't have robot friends. I just have to do the quips myself. Um, but yeah so there you go i Uh, do a lot of drawing and watching tv and so i but i don't think i could have those on because they are so uh, yeah i'm gonna be i'm gonna you're gonna be misogynistic and sexist right now no 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 because you're a man no no it's just because while they are so cookie cutter yeah and and i hate this is where i'm gonna piss off the christians again but a lot of Christian movies that come out oh, yeah. feel the same way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Where it's like it has the some way is disenfranchised with the religion, and 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 I've seen so many of them where it's like I can't predict. 
predict what's going to happen, and I, I yeah. hate that. And yeah, it's absolutely terrible. Uh, <laughs> to me, a good Christian movie is, uh, you know, it's like Dracula, uh, where the power of Christ, uh, the power of Christ uh, has real meaning for me. Because. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I actually do have an honorable mention that is a Christian movie. I'm just getting at um, the whole cross thing, guys. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's um, uh, traditionally on Christmas Eve. Me and Riley watch Star, which is a 3D animated movie that actually has uh, a lot of heart put into it. Whether you know if the the religious as the religious aspect of it is there, obviously, uh-huh. but it's a it's a really decent, entertaining movie about the animals taking place at the same time as, um, in the manger. Is that what it's in, in, and how they prevent, you know, the Romans from finding Jesus after Uh. he was born. And it's, I mean, it's, I find it actually very entertaining. There's quite a few comedians in it. Uh, it was produced by Oprah Winfrey, I believe. Mm, That's Um, a Harpo production. I love it. Yeah. I, I actually, I, I've said actually too much, and that's yeah. one of my pet peeves. Oh, and love I actually. Do like we didn't do a love actually. I I've never the, seen oh. love actually, and I don't think I ever will. Jesus, I don't understand how you're still able to find women to go out with you, and you've never seen love actually. It tells me love actually has got a very powerful lesson, which is never, ever buy your wife a Joni Mitchell CD. All right, so we need to pick uh, who the winner is on this. Uh, I, I'm gonna, it I'm feels gonna, like a draw, to be honest. Well, I was going to say I was going to give it to you. Because there are two bah humbugs here. That yeah. Well, I I just thought, you know, uh, you it feels like you really want this win, and, and, and I, I can give it to you. So I, I feel like I should give you okay. the win. In the spirit of giving, I will accept this win. <laughs> Jesus, Rob, I was trying to give to the Magi this motherfucker, and then you do it. I sold my hair! <laughs> All right, you get the win. I sold my funny. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Look, uh, as the winner, you get to say our sign-off. It is a sign-off that is, uh, well, it's 2,021 years old uh, on a uh, sharp uh, December night in Judea, of course. this uh, (laughs) uh, An angel came down upon the shepherds and said this sign-off. Uh, which led to the shepherds uh, uh, searching out for a, a, a newborn uh, to, to to lead, the, the King of Kings, Emmanuel. Uh, Rob, what is that sign-off? And a mess of mom's barb, and a mess of mom's barb, and a mess of mom's barbecue. Mess of mom's barbecue.